0: Hello, parents, and welcome to this week's episode of Riverview Reads. Now, usually I would make a podcast about a new book the library has or a reading strategy that you could try at home. But with the school being shut because of COVID-19, a lot of our parents have reached out on our Instagram and our Facebook pages saying it's really hard to keep kids entertained while in lockdown. Catherine, you said there's only so many times you can watch Bluey and James, only so much Zoom troubleshooting you can take and I hear you parents, it is hard. So this week, I thought I would showcase a book that will give you time out from technology and instil some much needed mindfulness into your day. It's available through the school's borrow box and you can read it at home and even make an afternoon of it and keep those kids entertained. Uh, this one comes from writer and illustrator Freya Blackwood. She's Australian. She has published several acclaimed children's books. You might know Harry and Hopper or Look, a book. This one was written in 2018 and recognised as an honourable book by the CBCA. Uh, critics have praised its message of connecting with nature and say it left them with a case of the and fuzzies. It's called The Great Rabbit Chase. It tells the the tale, pardon the pun, of Gumboots, a rabbit that escaped from a young girl's backyard. Mum and daughter chase Gumboots through the neighbourhood and along the way they find a bunch of neighbours who pitch in and help find the mischievous rabbit. Gumboots eventually leads the team to a park and he stops long enough to be recaptured. There's no spoilers on Riverview Reads, so I won't tell you why he ended up at the park, but suffice to say it's a very wholesome reason. There is a lot to love about this book Um, and one of the main things I love is the illustrations. You get such a keen sense of the characters' emotions through their facial expressions, how at the beginning of the chase they're quite stressed and that stress continues as the chase goes on and you can really empathise with the narrator when she's forlorn over the loss of gumboots. And some of the phrases in the book are just so well chosen. Young kids might not grasp all the vocabulary, but that's okay. They can still enjoy the book. For example, there's Mrs. Frinkle and her crinkled wrinkles and the mother who can catch gumboots with her quick, snatching hands. And you can just picture these wrinkles and mum's hands as she desperately tries to hold on to their rabbit. Freya has done an outstanding job of these illustrations. But the best part of the book and the reason I'm recommending it at the moment is because of its message. It's about slowing down and reconnecting, spending quality time in nature. As Gumboots races through town, he whizzes past a man in a suit who doesn't have time to stop and a tired crossing guard who misses his home country. And then there's Edith who's waiting for the postman. She's made him cupcakes and just wants to chat. While the adults get to the park, they abandon the stress of parenthood and busy work schedules and loneliness. Under tall gum trees, they reconnect with each other, they wade in the river and they bask in the sunlight. And you can see in their facial expressions that the stress just melts away. They eat the cupcakes, they chat to each other, and Mrs. Frinkle, the young mum, gets some much needed alone time. They leave the park feeling relaxed and connected and stress free, and who wouldn't? want to feel like that in a time like this. Now I mentioned you can make an afternoon of reading this book and Freya Blackwood has thoughtfully included a board game with the book. It sits on the inside cover and it's based on Gumboot's little adventure. You can see Edith and John and the rest of the town and the park is the finishing line of the board game. It's just a marvellous detail. It can be the inspiration for so many activities. You can play it as it is You can take the kids on a walk or a bike ride and use these precious outdoor hours to construct your own board game based on the houses and shops and apartments near you. Um, You can make a map of your own favourite park and mark all the spots in which you can relax. relax. Uh, There's a park near me with several logs and my dog loves scratching her back on them and a little pond where my six-year-old collects tadpoles. So whatever bits, bits of nature-based treasure your park has to offer, pop them on your treasure map. Me, we made one and I'll share it with you as some inspiration. And when lockdown ends, you can invite your neighbours on a trip to the park and do like Edith and bake cupcakes for each other. And all of these things are really keeping with the spirit of the book. It's about connecting with those around you and building ties with the people in your community. And that is such an important message for young people to learn. In fact, when I was doing research for this episode, I found an article that said that stress in young people can compound and can cause mental mental illness issues later in life. And at Riverview, we have such a strong uh, focus on well-being and we help raise children to flourish as young people and become healthy, well-rounded adults. And The Great Rabbit Chase is a wonderful opportunity to build students' well-being, especially when many of them are a little bit scared, a little bit vulnerable and are missing their friends from school. Now, parents, it would be remiss of me to recommend a book about rabbits and not address the elephant in the room. Gumboots is adorable, there's no denying it, and he's important to the family. The mum drops everything to chase after him. Um, So your child might demand you get a pet rabbit after falling in love with Gumboots, and for that, I apologise. But I do have a remedy. In the book, there's a double-page spread that shows the burrow he dug to escape. It goes all the way under the backyard. Now, we live in a fairly rural area, and many of our families depend on the land for their livelihoods. So as parents, you can talk to your children about what would happen if a rabbit dug a hole under the yard or if several rabbits dug several holes under under several yards and what that would do to the crops and the land around us. And you could open up a conversation about invasive species, which some Year 3s have been learning about this year, and talk about how cute furry animals don't always make the best pests, pets because they can destroy the land. So use that illustration as a warning against what happens when rabbits escape. But that's a that's a minor criticism as well. And so is the lack of diversity in the characters. They're all Caucasian and there's one character, John, who hints that he was born somewhere else. But but this story isn't about the individual characters um, and the roles that they play. It's about how they work together to find a gumboots and how each of them finds that release in the park. So overall, uh, the Great Rabbit Chase is such a great book for students age, probably year one to year five. And if you've got older kids at home, um, they can still appreciate the message and you can actually um, bring The Great Rabbit Chase and maybe Sean, t- Sean Tans the rabbits together and talk about invasive species on you know many different levels. It's the picture book that keeps giving. So I highly recommend you um, read it with your students or your kids during lockdown. Um, We are just about out of time. So as always, please share your reading adventures with us. Uh, On Instagram, we are at Riverview Reads. You can share your treasure maps and any good cupcake recipes that you have. I will put up some links to Freya Blackwood's site where you can learn more about her and see those outstanding illustrations uh, and some of the maps that I've made with my kids as inspiration. Thank you so much for joining us this week. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Riverview Reads.